Which is better, having a double opt-in or a single opt-in for your freebie? Let's talk about it. You're listening to the Do the Brave Thing Online Business Podcast. We're not only going to get actionable advice that you can implement right now this week in your business to start seeing massive results, but I'm going to make sure that your brain is actually behind you in this one because I have found wrangling your brain and consistency is the biggest battle that we face here in the online business realm. Now, let's get to it. Welcome. I'm back. My Do the Brave Thing home slices. Kate Doster here at katedoster.com. As always, I want to remind you, if you do not have enough email subscribers to talk to, if your business has been in a plateau and you are looking to actually build that business momentum fast without having to rely on algorithms or SEO to potentially maybe kind of like you at some point, then definitely head on over to katedoster.com forward slash list. So that way you can watch my 100% free training all about how you can use bundles to propel your business forward. So it's katedoster.com forward slash list, it will be the first link in the show notes. So this listener's question is another great one. It's about email marketing. And they want to know single opt-in or double opt-in for freebies. I've done a double opt-in in the past, but noticed only about a third of people actually will confirm and join their list. Now they had actually shared their list stats with me and a different question and their stats were absolutely fantastic. But truly what this boils down to is one thing. And I very rarely speak in definitives here, but this is just like, Kate's just Kate's best words of wisdom. If you are going to sell on your thank you page, meaning you are going to have a tripwire actual paid product, whether it's discounted, whether it's an exclusive item, I do not care. If you are selling on that thank you page, single opt-in is what I highly, highly, highly recommend in like 10 out of 10 cases. The reason being is because you are distracting them with something else to do, i.e. buy from you, which is awesome because I know your products are going to be able to help people. So getting them to buy something or consider buying something and getting them to remember to go back to their inbox in the first place to go confirm their email address so they can get their freebie. It's just too much, too much for people to handle. So that is really the most definitive case of why single opt-ins. Single opt-ins are if you are selling on your thank you page. If you're not selling on your thank you page, then it truly is up to you. And again, you are completely correct. The quality of your subscriber does tend to go up with the double opt-in because again, they have to take that action. Now, if you are feeling sad, because again, I think we had mentioned like about a third of people, which uh, I don't use a double opt-in, but I'm guessing if we did some research, we'd probably find that's pretty standard. But if you want to get that number up, which I always say go to get that number up, make sure that your thank you page is selling getting over to that inbox. You can't just say, thank you for subscribing, go over to your inbox, actually show an inbox, actually show what your freebie looks like, maybe on the cover, maybe even the start of the first page. Have one of those progress counter bars, not a countdown timer, because that's gross. I have seen people do those in the past, and it's like, nothing happens when you stick on the page, because I literally stayed there just to see. They were just using it to be like, oh, I gotta go to my Gmail. No, like, no, we don't need that. But I think the progress bar of letting people know, and always, again, speaking to the results, what is your freebie going to help them do have or not have to deal with anymore? So make sure that you're really selling that freebie on the thank you page, showing people actually confirming their email address and what the freebie actually looks like, how people are excited afterwards, all of that great stuff. Really use that thank you page to sell. Another thing is I know that a lot of people be like, oh, go to your inbox and listen to my podcast and do this and do that and do that. Again, if you really want to a subscriber, then you are going to tell people to get to that inbox and you're just going to sell there. So if you are going to be selling on your thank you page because you're using a single opt-in, and again, you can use a single opt-in even if you're not, it's totally up to you again, but if you're selling on your thank you page, you use a single opt-in. 
you are going to want to make sure that you are actively cleaning your email list. So at least once a month, you're going to be looking for bounced email addresses, possibly even more than that. Look for misspellings like Gmail instead of Gmail. Yahoo with only like one O. You want to make sure that those are taken care of and deleted. So that way you are not getting a bad sender score. So that way your open rates are going to be more what they should be. Click through rates can be more what they should be as well. Again, are people who are double opted more engaged? I don't know for an absolute fact, but I'm going to go with probably because they took the time to go over to their inbox and they said, yes, like I really want this. Make sure again in that double opt-in message that you are again really selling that click. That is super important. The last thing to consider, and again, this is for informational purposes only. I'm not a lawyer. I don't play on TV. I know that there are a lot of people thinking that double opt-in are required for GDPR to the best of my knowledge and the interpretations that I have gotten from lawyers that is not necessarily the case. Is it good to have? Does it give you a stronger case? I'm going to go probably, but it is not an absolute when it comes to there. And again, you guys have to figure out how you want to handle GDPR with your own lawyer where you're at. Again, your email service provider should have a myriad of ways that people can be able to help you be compliant. Again, they also can't give you legal advice, but they can make sure that their tools make it very easy for you to be compliant. So single opt-in versus double opt-in. The biggest factor to me personally is just, are you selling on your thank you page? Again, if not, then go with double opt-in. Is your list going to grow as fast? Absolutely not. It isn't. If you are participating in a free bundle, I would say, again, that comes down to, do you want quantity or do you want quality? Which I'm not saying they're not just kind of both for us and when we're participating in a bundle, I usually just leave it as a single opt-in because again, I have all those other fail safes on. So that's just personally what I recommend because people are subscribing to a lot of newsletters. But again, if you only want people that are dedicated to you, then by all means, definitely, definitely, definitely go put that double opt-in. Do not, if you're doing a double opt-in, do not give people access to your freebie on your thank you page. So if you were doing an automated webinar funnel and they put it in and automatically the webinar starts, that's got to be a single opt-in because you've got to be able to, you know, either resend them that link to join. You want to be able to sell to them. Again, why would they go and confirm if they already got what they wanted? So just some things to think about when it comes to it. But again, if you're really, really happy with your stats and you're like, oh, you know, I kind of like them. I feel like my audience is more like close knit. I like the fact that people have to work for a little bit more. Then keep your double opt-in. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Like I said, once you sell on that thank you page though, I would highly consider switching over to single opt-in. If you're not selling on your thank you page, it's entirely up to you about where you want to go. Again, your email list size is vanity number. It's more so the relationship that you have with it. But I understand that it can be really hard when you're like, oh man, I just want a thousand people. And I've been stuck at 800 forever. If you wanted to run an experiment for 90 days to see how that does affect your list growth size and also like your sender score, you're noticing that all of your open rates, your click-throughs and stuff are just dive bombing. Again, not like a point, point half percent, but like actually statistical, then you can always, obviously those people are going to keep on your list anyways, but you can switch back to the double opt-in, but you need to run that test for at least three months. So that is it from me today. Again, if you guys have a question, you can always head on over to katedoster.com forward slash A-S-K to be able to submit your question on Airtable or you can send us over one on SpeakPipe as well. Thank you guys so much and I'll see you in your ear holes 
little bit later on this month. Well, look at that action taker. You made it all the way to the end. Kudos to you. So if you want to keep this do the brave thing momentum going, because let's be real, sure, listening to a 25 to 30 minute podcast can definitely get you amped, but what are you going to do the rest of the week? Make sure you're following me over on Instagram, Kate underscore Doster. There's a link in the bio. And if you absolutely love this episode, it would be fantastic if you could leave us a rating and review or share a screenshot and tag us on your Instagram stories. I'll see you next week. Later days.